Hey everyone, how are you? I am so excited to be here today. I this guest that we are going to hear from is just she's going to blow your mind. This is Julia Brenner. And we have not known each other for very long. Julia actually somehow our Facebook profiles connected because we have a lot of mutual contacts and Julia reached out to me and boy I'll tell you what talk about an unexpected fruitful and just a blessing of a friendship that this girl has been for me already just in I guess it's been a week and a half maybe Julia something like that and I love that we connected I always act on those intuitions so I knew it was meant to be Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to ask Julia a bunch of our questions and she's just going to share her amazing journey through real estate and through her life. And I can't wait to see who is inspired by her story. So are you ready, Julia? I'm ready. Awesome. Okay. Well, first I want you to tell us how long have you been a licensed realtor? So... My husband and I got licensed in April of 2014. We actually have just retired from practicing real estate. I got my Michigan broker's license this past winter. So we spent about seven years rocking it in real estate. Wow, that's awesome. So we're definitely going to explore more about you being retired. But tell me, what were you doing before you became a realtor? So... I have been self-employed pretty much my entire adult life since my um, early 20s. I remember I was working at the University of Michigan in in the grad school for a dean. And I remember thinking, because I was really working hard and I seemed like, I felt like I was the only person there that was really working hard. (laughs) And I remember thinking, well, first I remember thinking it's because of all of this um, that higher education is so expensive because there's so much bloat, right? There's so many people working there. And then I remember thinking, um, if, if you're going to be the best employee in a place, you should work for yourself. I remember that light bulb going off. And then I'm like, all right, I'm not working for anybody else ever again. And I never did. And then, so prior to real estate, I was working as a freelance writer. I had my own little freelance gig and my background is in writing. Um, and I'm also a licensed hypnotherapist. I'm also a minister. So I had spent a couple decades basically helping people find peace and healing and um, helping them fulfill their dreams. Wow. I love that. So what happened then? So you've always thought you should be self-employed and do your own thing. Why did you get your real estate license? What happened that pushed you into that? Okay, so I had a really, really big client for my freelance writing and changes were happening with them after, I don't know, 15 some years. The partnership of that company was splitting up and they were going different directions. And I was also feeling really burned out. Um, I was working with a lot of people who are in deep grief or depression or anxiety with the hypnotherapy. So I was feeling kind of burned out on the heaviness of that. I also had some big things that I was wanting to create in my life. One of them was a lake house. And I feel like I was guided to go into real estate in order to fulfill some of those goals and dreams. Um, One of my best friends at the time, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, said, you and your husband should go into real estate. You would make an amazing team. And that felt like really fun and light. 
<laughs> That's a fun thing to do. <laughs> um, it just felt right. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then we just dove in. Wow. That's exciting. So what was it like that first year? What, what did you go through? Tell me about some good times, bad times. What was it like? Well, so we had joined Remax right out of the gate. And at that time, my Remax office had zero training. It was like for, for experienced agents. And of course, I was not that. But I wasn't really worried about it. I really um, trust in the universe. I believe in the law of attraction. And it's always worked for me. So we dove into Remax. And um, I immediately then sought some great mentors. And I got great mentors. And that's how I learned the business. Um, and I should mention here again, like, I do everything working with the law of attraction. So we hit, we hit it off pretty quick. I think within a few days of me getting licensed and getting um, set up at Remax, I had my first listing and it was, yeah, yeah. Within a couple of days we had a great listing. And then I would say it was like a week after that I had my first buyer that was writing an offer. Oh no, I had that guy came to me out of the blue. And then within a couple weeks of showing him houses, I was on the, way to Key West. I'd never written an offer before when he said, yeah, I want to write an offer on that property. So I had to figure out how to write an offer, which I didn't know how to do um, <laughs> from Key West with my grandson, like climbing all over me. So, um, things happened really fast. And again, um, that first year in real estate, uh, I think I did about 15 transactions. So that was like eight months, um, from April to the end of that year, I was named rookie of the year that year. The next year, my goal was to do 25 transactions. And I can remember on Christmas, we were at 24. And I was like, okay, I want that 25. And we put number 25 under contract on New Year's Eve of that what? year. It was so, I love when that happens. And then um, within a couple of years, we were in the top 10 agents out of more than 200 agents in my brokerage. And in my fifth year, we got the Remax Hall of Fame award, which is more than a million dollars in commissions earned. So. It was fast. That first year, it was a big adjustment to being that busy and you never know what your schedule is going to be. And you're just, you're just hustling all the time. Yeah. To do that kind of business, that is the lifestyle you'll be living. Yeah. So was it, so in that first year, I mean, you have, you are definitely a top 1% of realtors. The, of the ones that I know, a lot of people don't do that kind of business in their first year. Was it what you thought it was going to be? I don't think anybody can know what real estate is going to be until you get into it. I really don't. I don't think anybody can be prepared for how there's no way to prepare. <laughs> you know, every deal is so different and people bring their issues to the table and their energies to the table and every deal brings its particular problems or um, things that need to be solved, right? Like yep. this is what real estate agents do is they get thrown in the middle of the arena and they're the ones that have to figure out what to do next. Um, so I don't think anything can prepare you for that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Um, yeah. Except maybe faith in yourself that if you work hard and you really give your all to something, you'll be able to figure it out. Absolutely. I love that. So in that first year, did you and your husband have to make any changes to your lifestyle or your living situation? Well, we certainly had to change our lifestyle. So I, of course, was used to being self-employed. I was used to working seven days a week. I was used to having an endless to-do list, right? Hmm. Every day you're just trying to figure out what's the most important thing to get done today. 
my husband is the retired deputy chief of Ann Arbor Fire Department. And he had never been self-employed before. Well, and he was not a fan of the no time off, whole, <laughs> that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So um, we struggled a bit with that. We struggled with like it's Sunday and I'm excited because we have a great listing. We have an open house. And he's like, wait a minute, wait, it's Sunday. You know what I mean? We're doing what? And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, can you be great? Once he got there, he was, he was, he was into it when he got there, but it was like try, trying to get your like 10 year old boy to like go shopping with you or something, you know, some of those Sundays and some of those evenings. Um, so he had the biggest adjustments. Okay. And then we have a really happy marriage. So it was a little adjustment being in business together for me to try to constantly be like, come on, baby, let's just be happy about this and rock it. So, yeah. I love it. Was there ever a time that you wish you were just by yourself and didn't have your husband as your partner? Never. Never. No. I was so grateful. I actually feel, I don't know what the word is, so, so much empathy for people who don't have a partner in this business because he was there to see the craziness and the craziness was happening like all the time. We'd go to an appointment and some hilarious or crazy thing would happen and we would keep a straight face and then we would leave and I would look at him like, and he's looking at me. And then all the way home, we got to talk about how wild that was. It would be such a bummer not to have someone that you could say, okay, is it just me? Or did you think there was a body in that basement or whatever? <laughs> yes. And that's something I preach all the time. Find a running buddy. There's always someone that's in a similar boat as you, but has skills that you don't and vice versa. So I'm sure that also played a big role in your success because you each could use each other in the areas you were weak and you were definitely the motivator. So yes. that yeah. made a huge difference for you. Yeah, my husband is, how do I put this? He's got the personality of a golden retriever puppy. So everyone adores him and he adores everyone. Um, literally, and it's interesting to see how clients respond to different stuff because I'm the analytical one. I'm the one that did all of the tech work. He's a fireman. He doesn't do computers. Yeah. Um, I ran all the comps. I did all the, I ended up doing like most of the real work and he did the attracting of the clients and bonding with the clients and literally... I've never met somebody um, who doesn't just adore him. So, so in some ways he was spoiled, but in other ways he really helped bring in the business. Yeah. He knows everybody and everybody loves him. He's the most extroverted, friendly person you'll ever meet. Oh, and that's what you want in a realtor for sure. But lots of times when you have that, you don't know how to do the back office stuff. So that was and a perfect he, match. Yeah. He had no interest in learning any of that. <laughs> yeah. That's usually how they are, but that's okay. And you, but you figured that out. You understood that and you worked with it. So I actually think it's good to have one person who's on top of those details. Then nothing falls through the cracks. I was in charge of all yeah. communication with clients. Okay. Right. That way it's not like, and I've actually worked with couples before where that wasn't the case. And you're never like, you told the husband one thing and he never told his partner, the wife, the other thing. And then she's texting me asking this. And I'm like, I just, so I think it's good to have one person. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. Be very clear in what each individual's role will be. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you had other businesses when you first got into real estate. Did you continue any of those businesses for a while? I did not. So my husband um, was working part-time at the University of Michigan in fire safety. That's a job that um, 
they recruited him for when he retired from the fire department. And so he continued to work part time. And that was actually a great way um, to bring in some extra business because he worked with he worked he was in a different building on campus every single day. He saw all these people um, in that job. So we ended up getting a lot of clients through that. I didn't work. There's no way I could have. I can't imagine. We hardly had time to eat and sleep, much less like do another job. While we <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you mentioned is there's a lot of things you don't know when you first get started because you've never been through it. Yes. Is there mm -hmm. anything that you did maybe in those first couple years that made you question your judgment or your character? That's such That's a, a really hard question. It, but it's such a good question for real estate. It really is. I remember thinking constantly, wow, what an intense arena. What a tremendous arena for personal and spiritual growth. Because um, there's so much happening here. There's so many, unfortunately, people who are um, maybe not taking the high road, not treating other people the way they'd want to be treated. That often, if someone was being unfair, if someone was trying to cheat somebody, ooh, that would get me really riled up. And then I'd have a whole lot of spiritual processing to do myself. I was constantly asking myself, what is the right thing to do here? It, I, I imagine it feels a little bit sometimes like being an attorney, where let's say you have to defend someone you know is guilty, right? or you have to try to prosecute someone you know is innocent, but you have a first duty to your client. I imagine there's always like this dilemma of you're working with somebody, your client wants something, you have a duty to them, but what they want is maybe not the nicest, fairest thing, but you still have to fulfill your duty to them. So yeah, I was constantly asking myself like, okay, what's the right thing to do here, right? What's my duty and what's the right thing to do and how can I try to make those the same thing? Yeah, that is a tough thing to do. But if you follow the basic rules, you won't, don't go wrong. But it's a tough thing to figure out sometimes. You have to have someone to go through that with to guide you so that you stay on the straight and narrow. So so did you, with that, did you ever do anything that you didn't know was wrong until you got caught? No, I can't remember a time I did something that was wrong until I got caught, but it's my personality. I'm a, like super, what's the word? I'm a perfectionist. I'm like the kind of kid that an A wasn't good enough. You had to have an A plus. Oh, I want the answers to all the questions before the questions are asked. So, and I'm a rule follower very much. So I'm always like, okay, here's the rule. I I'm didn't like, know that about you. I, I know. I guessed that. <laughs> I know. I, well, I've tried to like relax over the years but definitely that's my personality so i never did anything that i knew was wrong and got get caught later but i was constantly seeing other people do things that i knew were wrong and going hmm and i've mentored a lot of agents who have done things that i'm just like wait you did what and they had no idea that what they did was wrong and i'm like oh and then we talked through it and they're like oh like i've just had an agent who um she had a coming soon listing and during that coming soon period, she had someone in the public reach out to her who wanted to see it. So she got him in to see it before it went live. And then he wanted it. So she wrote an offer for him and her sellers went under contract with her as dual agent before anybody ever got to see it. It was gone. Oh. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> She's telling mm -hmm. this. I'm like, no, you can't do that. And she's like, why not? I'm like, well, it's totally unfair to everybody in the world. Now you're a dual agent. And I'm like, how do your sellers know they got the best money? I'm like, yikes. So I've seen a lot of that happen. But fortunately, 
I think because I was constantly asking questions and such a student that I, I never got myself in that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there again, she did not know what she didn't know. She probably was super right. excited to get the home under contract, and her sellers probably were too. So, oh, I know. Well, yeah. she even said, How am I supposed to know those things? Where do we get that information? I'm like, I know there's a ton of information coming at you all the time, right? That would come from your um, board. Your board would be telling you how to handle coming soons. And then I yeah. sent her the link to her board. Where- but it's a lot of information. No, no, that's why you need a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Okay, next question. (laughs) Was there ever a time that you wanted to quit? Boy, I don't think there was a time that I wanted to quit. I think my husband wanted to quit a lot. Um, But there were, like, I would say daily, if not daily, then weekly, there were many times that we asked ourselves, is it worth it? Is this worth you give up your whole life for it, really. I mean, I have a huge respect and love for real estate agents, much greater than I would say the public has, because I get it, man. You give up your whole life for your clients. You are available 24 seven. There's so many things that you miss. There's so much drama. There's so much stress. Um, It's such a challenging arena to succeed in. Um, You do make a lot of money. We made incredible amounts of money. I'm still amazed at the amount of money that we were able to make, but that doesn't mean that we didn't regularly ask ourselves if it was worth it. Wow. Okay. So tell me, I know a lot of your story already, but I want you to tell everyone how your role in the real estate industry has changed over the years. Oh, okay. So, um, well, we dove into real estate and big success right away. Super busy, built a business, built a business, built a business. Um, I would say it was during COVID. I want to remember what the timing of this. It was 2020 that my husband said, and my husband's considerably older than I am. He's going to be 67 this summer and I'm 54. Um, so he's like, you know, how long are we going to do this? Right. Is this what we want to do the rest of our lives? What's really important. We have lots of grandkids now and they were born while we were in real estate. And, um, he wanted to be like free to like spend time. However, he wants to spend it. And I wanted my husband to be happy. So I'm like, okay, well, let's just manifest the freedom to live wherever we want to live. So we've already manifested this great house on Marco Island, and we're there in the winter, and this great house in Sutton's Bay, wine country up north, and we're there in the summer now. We had a house on a lake near Ann Arbor. That's where we were living whenever we were working um, in real estate. And he wanted to be able to be free to be wherever, and I agreed. And we wanted to be free from our phones. And I'm so about that now. It's such a beautiful thing. So last year we manifested the freedom to retire um, to live wherever we want to live do whatever we want to do when we decided to do that and went to put our licenses in holding i discovered there was no really good affordable option for that so for agents who retire or agents who decide this is not what i want to do right now there was no really good affordable option for um, a broker that would hold your license so you could continue to work referrals so i got my broker's license and i created that holding company it's super affordable most holding companies i discovered were charging anywhere between 20 percent and 50 percent of your referral fee that you're getting paid and we just charge 200 bucks per check um, to hold your license, make sure you're up on your con ed, and of course, um, mm-hmm. process all those payments. So I'm a broker now in Michigan. We've got that little holding company and I'm referring um, 
all my business out. I think I sent the agent that I've been working with, who's really fantastic. I sent her like more than 20 referrals last year. So Wow. And she's happy about that. And then you don't have to give up your whole business to live your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's going really well. Took me a long time to find the right agent for that. I knew I was going to want one eventually. And, and she came to me out of the wishes of my heart, I guess. Of course she did. (laughs) So, but then there's that next question of why are you still in it at all? Well, so you build this really successful business and you build this whole family of clients, right? So I have all of these people, um, like part of my approach to succeeding in real estate was to just love people, take really good care of them, treat them the way you'd want to be treated, treat them like you would your own child, right? So we have this whole huge family of clients now that um, we stay in contact with and they're always reaching out to me when they need something for real estate. And I didn't want that just to disappear, right? This is this beautiful thing. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, let's continue to work the referrals and let's also bless some really good agent with all of those referrals and make sure that those folks are really well taken care of. There's a lot of really good real estate agents out there. There's also a really a lot of agents who maybe don't know what they're doing so much and aren't always practicing the golden rule. And I wanted to know that my people would at least have the opportunity to work with somebody who would take really good care of them. Yep. So it was all because you care. That's why you're still in it. Well, you sure. Just- I think loving people, <laughs> helping people get what they want in life is the key to everything. Absolutely. I totally agree. (laughs) So, all right. If you were going to go back to 2014 and sit across from Julia, that 2014 Julia, what would you say to her? What's your best advice to her now that you've been through it? So I think it's really tough. And I think it's tough because real estate, the nature of real estate is tough. But I would go back and I would say, first of all, you don't have to answer every text message the very second that it comes in. I'm not sure I would, even knowing this now, I would take that advice because I think that was a big part of my success. Um, People would call, text, email, and I would drop everything and I would get back to them. And my communication was clear and thorough. I never made them, left them thinking like, what? They were like, okay, she's on it. She's making me understand what's going on. I know that she's taking care of me. Um, But that was also what I really got burned out on. So finding that balance, I would have told myself finding balance is going to be the key or you're going to burn out. You're going to want to retire. I would also have like 101 marketing ideas. Um, As I was like working with the law of attraction, like universe, like what's the most powerful thing I can do now? And I would go back and give myself all of those ideas like right now. And I would tell myself to keep working with the law of attraction that it going to definitely be the key to everything. And it was so so much. So, all right. So that's the advice you would give yourself. Is there anything extra that you would give a brand new agent starting today in this market, in this climate, anything else you would tell them to guarantee them they would have success? Oh my gosh. There's so much I would tell them. Okay. Let's go. Okay. I would tell them First and foremost, remember always that we all get what we give in life. I would recommend they read a book called Go-Givers Sell More 
by, I think his first name is Bob Berg. Go-Givers, um, all of the Go-Giver books are awesome and that they touch on that real fundamental truth that we get what we give in life. What you put out there comes back to you. And if you always take the high road and you always treat other people the way you're going to want to be treated and you devote yourself to helping other people get what they want, you're going to be successful no matter what you end up deciding to do with your life. If you take that approach, I would encourage them to remember that they have the power to create whatever they want in their lives and that they are constantly being guided and they have the power to tap into that guidance and that guidance is going to personally and directly lead them to whatever they most need to fulfill their dreams and to take the next step forward. I'm actually teaching people this now. I'm teaching real estate agents how to succeed using the law of attraction. It's like the most exciting thing to know that in every moment you can get the guidance you need and you can work magic in your life. Um, boy, I could go on and on about this. Um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, what else would I teach them? I would teach them that you don't have to buy into this whole hustle and grind idea. There were, um, I had mentors when I went into business who were telling me you need to buy Zillow leads and you need to do cold calling and you need to constantly do prospecting and you need to like do all this stuff and that 80% of new agents fail out of the business because they can't get business. That was never my problem. My problem was I had too much business right away and I was overwhelmed. So I would say you don't have to buy into that hustle and grind mentality. You, If you decide to work with natural spiritual law, you can work magic in your life and make quantum leaps toward the fulfillment of your dreams. There's, I would say if anything doesn't feel right to you if you're like mm, I don't, that's not for me trust that and if you feel excited about something or someone and you feel like drawn to them trust that that is your inner guidance leading you that is really good advice so simple if we all could just follow that so well, it's, we matter it's, you know, it's tough if you're a new agent because you're looking for training and you're looking for advice yeah. so I think, I mean, early on, I remember going through my whole Remax office and I would have a question about something and I would ask like 10 different agents for their like opinion, like, what would you do in this situation? And I would get like a bunch of different answers, but often like three or four of them were the same. I'm like, okay, that's probably the right answer. And over time, I recognized that the same people were giving me the answers that seemed to be right. And so I'm like, those are the people I'm going to always go to now to ask, right? And so, you know, you're, you're always looking for those sources of wisdom and guidance. And if you're asking the universe, you're going to be guided one way or another to, you know, the guidance and the training and the, the answers that you need. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So you have seen a lot of changes since you started in real estate and there's always going to be changes in real estate. It's just the way it is. What do you think, then there's always gonna be new agents coming on board. What do you think the outlook is for the real estate industry? Is it going to continue to be a thing? What do you mean by continue to be a thing? Do you mean the real estate industry? Yes. There's changes coming. There's changes happening. Do you think a real estate agent who starts in six months has a shot at having a successful career? Got it. All the changes that are happening right now. I would say absolutely. And the key is going to be to be the person that people like, know, and trust. 
Um, we have seen one company after another, like Zillow, try to come in and replace the real estate agent with some sort of big company model. And it's always a disaster and it's always a mess. And nobody knows who's doing what in these companies. And the client or the customer has no idea if anybody's, they can't get a hold of anybody. So I don't think technology and big companies are ever going to replace the importance of the real estate agent. Um, I'm sure you can relate to, um, there have been many deals I did that actually were really quick and simple and not, not that big a deal. There have been deals I did, there's no way they ever would have closed if I hadn't been busting my butt, racking my brains and praying for the solution to how to figure this out. Like we could, I mean, I could talk for days about this crazy deal. Nobody would have ever heard of that sort of crazy scenario. So I think if you are giving the best of yourself, if you're taking really good care of people and you know your craft and you're, you're on top of it and you know how to resolve those really tricky issues or you know how to find someone who can help you resolve them. Um, some of them are like really tricky title issues, for example. Um, like I've had deals that I closed that agents gave up on, right? So if you're that agent that can hang in there and figure things out and you really care about just finding a way to help people, you're going to succeed. And those relationships, I think more and more moving into the future, that's going to be the key to success. And I think you're going to see agents falling out of the industry who, um, let's say they're the, the sort of people who don't actually work by referral. They just try to lead generate and stuff like that. I think the key is going to be to be the person that people know, like, and trust the people that people refer people too. Um, and I think that was a big part of our successes. I just loved our clients so much. We embraced them. We took care of them and we got so many referrals. Yep. I think that is a million dollar piece of advice right there. So thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> Julia, this has been such a pleasure. I um, love what you and I are putting together going forward and um, all the lives that we are going to be able to impact and you're an inspiration to me and I love that. <laughs> I, it's just um, when you get on this journey, you just never know who's going to come along your path and um, you too, I know, have been so fortunate to meet so many amazing people that have changed your life and changed your perspective so I'm so excited we get to do that for each other now, too. So. Me, too. <laughs> yes. All right. So with that, Julia Brenner, thank you so much for your time. And I I don't know. I don't even know what else to say. I just get so excited about <laughs> all the stuff we're going to be able to do and all the stuff that's coming and all of that. <laughs> Me too. I guess I would say if there's any agent out there who's like, I want some more of that magic. I want to um, work the magical way instead of the hustle and grind. I would love to talk to you and tell you like what exactly what I did when I was trying to manifest big success in real estate. And uh, I would love to help you work more magic. Wow, that is exciting. So definitely reach out to Julia if you're ready for that, right? Yes, yes, I would love that. All right. Well, with that, everyone go have an amazing day. Enjoy the sunshine. And if there isn't any sunshine, make some. <laughs> and we will see you all soon. Mwah.